Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose, hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 337 of the Department of Defense. I'm your host, Casey. Joining me as always is Carlos. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. And could you turn these headphones down a little bit? Ooh. Those are the Justin and Katie headphones. Yeah, they always... like the loud. They're like so, Peter. Uh, oh, so they're deaf. Got it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and Brian. Hello. And go, 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 Gordon. Gordon. How's it going? It's going pretty good, bud. It'd be better if you were talking into the microphone instead of I at am it. talking into the microphone. You no, are so, no, the, 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 the ball yeah, bit is the, I, there you go. I you had it. it. I you, thought. I F. believe in you. I believe in you, man. <laughs> All right. Before we get to <laughs> has it now? Has, has it been a long day? It has. I ate way too much food today. Oh, yeah. Uh, what kind of food did you eat? I mean, uh, we're going to get to that in a second yeah. here. I'm literally just killing time because I forgot to uh, put the patrons on my list, so i got to pull that up. Before we get too deep here, I want to give a big shout-out to our patrons, specifically our Black Belt patrons. Uh, Andy Thompson, Bjorn Bjornson, Tyler Romanski, and Hop and Barrel Brewing! Uh, they got a special thing because they paid extra for it. It was a whole thing. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to keep doing that. That seems like a lot of work. I feel like we paid extra for that. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> you heard him. Remove it. Stricken from the record. Stricken from the record. Yep. So we're going to do that again. Andy Thompson, Bjorn Bornson, Tyler Romanski, and Huffman Barrel Brewing. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> Brian, you were telling me uh, something the other day. Oh, no. About what you and the other Black Belt patrons some sort of power that you got after you became Black Belt Patrons. Oh, yeah. It's, it was kind of like, m- you, maybe you misinterpreted it, actually. We didn't, we didn't, uh, we didn't actually, um, we don't really actually have powers necessarily, but what we did do is we started a bell company. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, so now, you know, you can, whenever there's like an exclamatory on the show, like, you know, uh, uh, become a patron! I feel like we need to create another patron level for bell privileges. Bell privileges. <laughs> I don't know. That was really lame, and I am sorry, but you put hey, me on the spot. And you know, I, I, I did, with. I did, but uh, you, 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 you did great, Brian. I'm proud of you. I'm glad uh, that you you keep trying. That's all we ask. Where's that other bell that sounds slightly different? You mean this one over here? Yeah. Just All right, this is a terrible fucking segment. Yeah, right. We're that not is just do that. my favorite part of the show. No, Carlos <laughs> says the man who was fiddling with bells last week. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, when Carlos fiddled and with you the took bell. it away, I did. You know That's why? Because bells are fucking terrible. <laughs> That's why. Anyway, if you'd like to become a patron, head on over to Patreon.com/slash/BlindStudios and become a patron today. All right, Carlos, my friend, my roommate. The person I spend way too much time with. <laughs> what have you been up to? Uh, let's see. What have I done this week besides work, eat food, and play a little video games? Well, not a won, whole lot. You won villainous. Yeah, we played the Disney. We played uh, a couple board games uh, the other night, and uh, including uh, Disney's uh, board game Villainous, where everybody plays a different Disney villain. It's actually a lot of fun. Yeah, it I was, really like that one. Ooh, I would. Played that I one. played. Uh, I can't remember the name of the the villain from. 
uh, from Ember's New Groove. Yeah, the the mean lady. I think it had like one. two Z's in it or something like that. Yeah, like, I, we we just cared about Kronk. <laughs> yeah, no, Kronk was fucking great, and then you literally handed me. A I victory didn't on my know platter. that's how you won. It was like one of the first things I was pretty clear at the beginning. It's like, so this is my winning condition. Wasn't paying attention. I was too busy being the greatest villain of them all, Radigan from The Great Mouse Detective. <laughs> you were clearly not the greatest <laughs> since I was able to kill the Emperor. Uh, I broke Brian. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that game was. Uh, knows James Woods Hades is the greatest villain, and that is also one of the villains I have in Villainous. <laughs> he's one of the hammiest. I don't know if he's one of the greatest. He's pretty great. Jafar is pretty fucking great. Jafar sucks. Jafar is not a good villain. Oh no, he's not great at it. I think Scar is a better villain than Jafar. It's true. Scar got away with it for decade, like a decade. Yeah, no. Scar like is the most successful Disney villain. I'd say Jafar <sighs> is just that rich kid that gonna. didn't get told no enough. We can't hear you. You, you gotta. I can hear you Gordon. Guys the way you much. put the microphone is dumb, and I'm you need to not. I'm all but eating the damn microphone. No, you're not. It's. You gotta talk into the head of the penis. <laughs> You're talking. Why didn't you say that before? I wish I could show these people what he was doing. No, it's okay. I just turned him up. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's it's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so at least he's not doing it where it's upside down. Uh, like actually, he's much better talking yeah. to it when it's upside down. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it's 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 the uh, it's the orientation he's used to going on. Like, if, oh snap! <laughs> if, if he just talked in in into it like I am doing now, you know. <sighs> All right, I'm gonna have. I'm drinking the last Guinness in the fridge, and I apologize. I'll bring some next time. And I wasn't even gonna have another beer, but here we go. Yeah, but you know, I get it because Guinness is delicious. Also, we have more Guinness upstairs. Um, yeah, but like besides that, not a whole lot. All right. Else. Um, Brian, what have you been up to last week, man? Dude, the weather has been outrageously awesome. For it's been fantastic for December. December, and through through some disc golf. Uh, yeah, you took Rick off my hands for an entire day. Thank you. Bunch of played a bunch this a lot this week actually. Um, there's a there's a pocket course in Oak Park Heights that. That I enjoy, and I ha- I I pulled a muscle in my chest, and so I was kind of having a hard time going full power on anything. I was just too nervous to to do that, and so I went to this pocket course. So a uh, pocket course, like, is for is pocket disc golf like pocket baseball, like that that old like yeah, no, it, like game? basically you go and that you pull the fi- you like you only play with a tiny disc. You press, oh, I thought it was a thing, like it's electronic and it's like you press buttons. Oh and no, it no, no, what it is is if the disc doesn't fit in your pocket, you can't like you can't throw it, and yeah. that's why everybody wears cargo shorts. Oh, you got yeah, to get those big old cargos. Yes, yeah, the big, yep. the big. They're know, just Jenkos Duluth Duluth all around trading. everywhere. <laughs> Duluth trading makes them. Yeah. Uh, no, it, it's it's like a chip and putt course. It's a you know a par three. I mean, I mean, fr- frankly, all the holes should be like par two. It's a, it's, it's a course. It's a course par three. Right. Right. Yeah. It should be a course par two, but that that's not a thing. So I, you can you can shoot eighteen down on this course, not with. I mean, you really need to know the course and know understand the lines, and you know. But I, th- I throw this course with one disc. I throw it with a a P model S, P 
Prodigy Ace Line Duraflex putter, and that's it. And uh, but I did take Rick to the Big Boy course, um, which I think is uh, one of the most challenging. It's called Kaposia Park. It's one of the most challenging courses, but it has more chances than the Somerset course, which I think is just um, almost mean. In, in some spots where it's like, you know, a 100, 150-foot par three and you can easily bogey or double bogey it because there's just trees in front of you and there's one line to get through the trees. But I, mm-hmm. this Kaposia has been a, a park has been around for 30 years and is, is infamous and they have just completed... Uh, the 27th hole over the summer. So old hole seven is new hole six or something along those lines. Ryan, Mm. golf is only supposed to have 18 holes. They have too many. Right, right. But it's a lot more fun to play 27 holes than 18 holes. Brian, they have too many holes. Because the 19th hole is supposed to be a bar. Right. Uh, But in disc golf, every hole is a bar. Because you... I need own. to get more into this sport. You, you do. Uh, Wait, no. If I yeah. have to bring my own, no, that's just golf. Oh well, there are. I'm, there's. And that makes the twenty seventh hole just a call poisoning. Well, <laughs> it, 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 the twenty eighth hole, though, Carlos. But, but unless it, I add a twenty. No, but hole. the holes are bars. If every bowl. This is a classic a example of moving goalposts. Where In is the bar? Any case, <laughs> generally it's too. There's a lot of snow going on and too cold to play during this time of year. But yeah. you know, obvious reasons why we're still playing golf this time of year. And uh, ended up playing the 20-hole layout, and we were trying to play the 27-hole layout, but they, I forget, they, it's called, the this section is called the gorge, and it's like this up, you go up and down in the woods, and it's, you know, it can be, if, obviously, if it's wet, it's very slippery, but, uh, and muddy, and so we decided, you know, or Rick decided, okay, yeah, like, Tony and I don't care, we'll, we'll throw 57 holes, I don't, it doesn't really matter, um, but we got all the way, you take 81 steps down to straight down into this gorge to get to what is the 18th hole and then realize that they had pulled the pins for the year. So we had to hike back up, <laughs> which is fine is. because <laughs> I, he, I don't think he was, he played it off. He was winded. You know, because I don't know if he does as much hiking around as Tony and I do with the with a ruck on their back, or maybe he does. I have no idea. But um, in any case, we yeah we went right back up and then shot the last two holes. And there were some very very impatient people who were definitely not in front of us at all, who were behind us and should have been waiting and not being impatient. And, well, why would they be impatient if they were in front of you? Uh, it, because it's not like we tried to go behind them. It oh, was like yeah. our turn, not their turn, and they they were still annoyed by it. But the last three holes of that course, if you're playing the twenty hole layout, uh, they're they're qu- quite short leading up to the nineteenth hole, which is a bit longer but more complicated. And then the twentieth hole is very short, uh, which is highly aceable. It's up an uphill shot, uh, highly aceable or birdieable. Um, but in any case, yeah, I think I think Rick had a good time. Um, oh, he definitely did. My favorite my favorite mm-hmm. part though is he came back and he's like, "Yeah, I played with uh, with Brian and his friend Anthony." Yeah, what and Tony? I was like, 
Tony? He's like, yeah, Anthony. I think he tells people to call him that maybe or like else, who the fuck is Anthony that's maybe just he's friends with them on social media maybe yeah, Tony I, it was Anthony. it was super delightful though because I'm like okay so I, I realize that you have never met Tony nobody now. calls him Tony yeah. or nobody calls him Anthony rather it's Tony he he likes he had this other like little group of friends that he was like it's Anthony and so then they were calling him Ant and I was like you're not cool enough for that nickname and so every time they called him Ant I would be like Tony wait Ant's a cool nickname in your book if yeah, that it, counts it, as a cool nickname. Brian, you could have just been like, I'm Grasshopper Bugs Life, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you, you could be that pretentious guy that, go, that is named Antony. You know, rather than Anthony. No. I don't know. Okay. In any case, I'm, I'm sure Rick had a good time. It's like I said, it is a, totally a big boy yep. course. It, 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 it eat, eats you alive. And I probably should have thought, bleh, should have shot a three up. But shot an eight up, and I don't know if Rick told you. He said he was eighteen or twenty. Oh, he was more than that. Oh, okay. That's that's what I. That was the. That's how many holes he went through. Thirty. He was way up. But that, oh, that's I thought, okay. I thought he said twenty-eight. Oh, did he say twenty-eight? Okay, I don't close know. enough. Yeah. Oh. Close enough. And I would have been way was over twenty-eight. That, I, I have no idea, but no, it it it. This course will eat anyone alive, and then of course Tony. I I don't want to say he caused me to beef this putt, but he. Pretty much caused me. I mean, to I heard, spot, I so. heard there was a lot of trash talk going on on both sides. It's hundred percent so. of trash. For talk. our listeners who don't know, talk. disc golf is a sport where you take a frisbee and you throw it down a field and you try to get it in a basket. Yes, uh, I'm pretty sure most of the listeners would have something called Google. I know it's pretty new. Hey, Carlos. hey, you know what? You know what? Also, well, our it is job also is, known as frisbee golf. Our our job is to make our uh, life easier for the listeners. And if they're driving in a car, they need to not. They can't take their phone out and Google. All right, I, I'm going to side with Carlos just this once because only because it has to, to do with disc golf. It's kind of. Uh, anyway, anything anyway, else, Brian? No, no. I only want to talk about disc golf, so we should just move on. All right. I'm just curious. <laughs> no, we can so do another five-minute segment on this. disc golf no, course, no. do you have to sign up for a tee time? or is it No, you just, just show up. up. Yeah, it yeah, depends. There's Where the there's some situations. Okay. Like some courses, uh, like Blue Ribbon Pines or Kaposia or... Because uh, you're talking about people come up behind you. Airborne yeah. Preserve. Yeah, but so there's an amount of decorum. There's yeah, yeah. yeah. So if there's like three dudes and one dude comes up behind, you let them play through. But when you're on like the last two holes, it's kind of like eh, just just yeah. wait, like just hang out. You're you're yeah. fine. Hang yeah. on, you're gonna be up at the pro shop in a second. Because I'm the guy on the golf course that it, yeah, just go ahead, play play through. Uh, I, I, we oh every time we're always even and and if we've just thrown our discs and then see a one uh, one person come up and we're three on a card i say to them hey we'll catch you up on the next tee like we'll finish this one out but then you can play through on the next one i'm always all about like i don't want anybody waiting waiting yeah and i i have learned that disc golf is like 50 percent mental for me and i absolutely have to take the time to go through my little stupid routine and 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 then take my shot and i can't Sit and think about the outside uh, stuff. No, and golf is when like, I go through my routine and take my time. I am very good, but when I'm rushed, I fucking suck. I fail. It goes from one side of the fairway to the other, and I get nervous. And and then it's golf no fun. is the same way. Golf oh, yeah. is mostly a mental. Game. It's mental. For so, me, it's just that I suck, and I don't. No, want you don't. People waiting on me. Once you, you stop sucking, no, then you no. will start getting into the mental. I aspect. suck at golf. Uh, I so I've I've gotten to the point with golf where. 
the people behind me, they can wait their goddamn turn because there's oh. somebody right behind them. Yeah. Like, and so if I let them through, then I have to wait for everybody, and then I don't get to play anymore. See, I'm great off the tee box. After that, the ball is going wherever the fuck it feels oh, like. Oh, see, I'm way better with my short game than oh, I am I'm, with my I long. Am, I am dog shit. So, for our next episode of our disc-based uh, <laughs> podcast, uh, discography, <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking about throwing techniques. Does spinning in circles a bunch before throwing it let you throw it farther? The answer Tune in next you. week to know. Don't Tune answer that. In next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gordon, what have you been up to, man? Uh, God, it's been a while since I've been on here. Um, but started playing, val- what you call it, uh, Assassin's Ballet? Creed Valhalla. Oh, yeah. that's very different. Yeah. Assassin's Creed Ballet. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. This it's, is a new uh, one. It's, it's set in Russia a... right before they take out Princess yeah. Anastasia. Like, so is the it's... like stabbing blade like in the like little ballet shoe then? No, that's yep. gonna be their next side scroller. Is the, the ballet version. Oh, okay. Not Cracker Sweet's supposed to be the next DLC off of that. Ooh. No, uh, well, it comes out in time for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Been doing that, got tattooed twice since uh since being on here last Once of them was intentional. Yeah, yeah. No, they're both intentional. Yeah, it's been looking working, good, man. Yeah, been, yeah, two and a half fucking years of working on the same half sleeve. Well, I mean, you spent six hours in the chair la- yesterday. Yeah, so yesterday's session puts me at 25 hours of That's too many hours. Tattoo on one piece. Or, yeah, like I said, two and a half years. But I'm not... It, it's taken two and a half years because I'll rat hole a bunch of money away, and then once I have enough where I feel like I can justify taking up an artist's time then go in and do a bunch of work and it's been fun i have one session left and then i'm done and then oh, nice. i don't know what to do with my life after that i mean probably, probably the, well you have another arm so it's true i actually <laughs> i have a tattoo on my other arm that i want to turn into a half sleeve at some point well so then you figured out what you need to do yeah but it's gonna be a few but a bunch of squiggles on it because this one you know cost me five dollars so now i gotta save up another five dollars if you want to be really brave let carlos design it nope <laughs> I don't want to design a tattoo. I wouldn't be able to make a decision. Even if it's for somebody else. I, it's like, it's too permanent for them. Like, it's I, I can't make a decision like that for somebody right. else. Um, all right. So, uh, things new in my life. I had a COVID scare. Actually, everybody in this room except Gordon had a COVID yeah. scare this week. Well, and then Gor- Gordon had COVID. Gordon so. had COVID. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, those of you who tuned in last week uh, saw that Matt was here. Matt is officially COVID positive and sick with COVID. How's he uh, doing anyway? He is playing a lot of PlayStation and has a lot of full body aches, and I've dropped off food a couple of times for him. Okay. Uh, but yeah, ov- overall, he's fine-ish. He, I mean, he has COVID, and he's not doing great, but he doesn't have a big cough or anything. Well, that's kind of what ev- everyone's... I mean, it, I haven't... None of my friends have been in- incredibly... Gravely s- ill. Yeah, I had yeah. my one friend who was like... Taking the dog down the two floors of the walk-up of her apartment was like the biggest... Because she had to like stop like three times to like catch her to breath. Get it down. So it seems like you know different strains. Maybe people. Yeah. Are, yeah. Uh, but yeah. So uh, I don't know. I got tested. Uh, Brian got tested. Uh, Carlos, did you get tested yet? I haven't gone mine uh, scheduled yet. Oh God damn it, Carlos! You don't have her going. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna come to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, 
Uh, but yeah, so I got the the testing process was kind of cool. I got one of those rapid tests, and like I got my results in like less than fifteen minutes. That was super neat. Oh yeah, they don't they don't have that technology, nor they eat. Uh, so well, they don't three they, fucking days. They can't read up there either, Gordon. Like, what do you want them to do? Also, all their all their road signs are pictures. <laughs> like the literally the town sign for Spooner is a spoon. Like, and Hayward is just a bale of hay. <laughs> With the phonetic E-R at the end. And, uh. <laughs> no, it's just E-R. It's, it's like a spoon and a donkey. And you just have to know that that's the E-R. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Did that. Uh, we played some board games. Uh, we played That's Not Lemonade a bunch. That was a good time. Uh, the Blockbuster game was a lot of fun. Um... Other than that, yeah, I don't got like I'm start I'm like we're we're a week into things shutting down and I already started getting kind of the blues this week. Like, oh, yeah. I can't go anywhere. That's a terrible realization. So I went to bed at eight thirty every day this week. So that was fun. Uh, that's oh, kind of where I'm. You at. should uh, you should get the PBS, the public broadcasting station uh, streaming app, because they have all the Ken Burns. Um, documentaries on there like the the national parks one you know Gordon, i'm 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 trying to delay my old man falling asleep <laughs> in the chair stage whoa right like hey, really trying just need to. a comfy fuzzy blanket and a and space heater like and as soon as I, as soon as i do that carlos and... is gonna come out one day and it's gonna be passed out in a recliner with like a blanket half over me, a pair and of glasses then, halfway down his yeah. nose, and then Carlos will try to like he'll pick up the remote and I'll somehow know, and I'll wake up and be like, what I'm watching that. <laughs> <laughs> Not even opening his eyes, just shaking his head, making a snort noise, and I'm watching that. Reaching for the thermostat. <laughs> Don't adjust that. <laughs> I like the I like the national park ones, and I, unpopular opinion, I like Peter Peter Coyote more than uh, Sir David Attenborough. Excuse me. Oh, I thought you were talking what? about a podcast called Unpopular Opinion. Is that a cartoon character? No, Peter Coyote is the guy, he's the narrator for Ken Burns, and David Attenborough, of course, everybody knows from like Nova and BBC yeah, no, Earth. I'm trying and to she... figure out who the hell a Peter Coyote is. He's the dude that narrates for Ken Burns. Yeah, that means a lot to us. God damn it, get older. Yeah, is he the one who gets bit by increasingly terrible things? Yes. No, no, that's a that's a different guy. Oh, that's... but his name is also Coyote. Is it? Yeah, it's like Coyote Jack, Bob. I don't know. Coyote guy. Joey. He gets bit by things, and he's really entertaining. Let's try this beer, Carlos. Sure, we could do that. Um, We got two of these. Do the the one that is actually in a can, and then I'm going to hand this one over to Brian, uh, because I'm curious what would cause this. And maybe maybe with your your specific skill set, you could tell me. Well, there's like a hole in it, isn't there? Or no? It's not leaking. Like, it seems sealed. Okay, and this other one might be... Might be what? Flat. Oh, yeah, you could take these bad boys back to the store. Just give me a little bit. So, I... what I That's good. It's just... It came out flat off the line, I think. Oh, Okay. Well, I mean, it's weird that it imploded like that. Yeah, it didn't get a. It didn't get filled all the way, and b. Even if it did get filled, like air quote all the way, the yeah, they should have. This shouldn't have left the brewery, but you know how that goes. It, it happens. Yeah, I, got, it happens. I can. Run, no I no a, harm, no foul. I got foul. a good can in my car. I can run out. Of this? Yeah. 
Oh, oh do that then. We'll okay. go get it. Chop, chop. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll chat amongst ourselves. While I was going to say, I actually, um, you know, you ask always like beer related what I've been up to, but game related, I played this deck building game called Ascension. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. I, uh, I played that at Gen Con. I really liked that one a lot. Like that, that one's one of the better deck builders that I've ever played. And it Might was, as well it go was, dump that down the drain quick. It was very enjoyable. And then also um, I've been doing uh, colonist.io. Calling it, uh, okay. Which is of you know uh, Catan, but it's online and you can just oh. jump into games. And I played a you can see this, but I played a Catan map that is uh, that's the U.S. is in the shape of the U.S. And this is how many tiles do you think this is? Um, be? Like a hundred? Yeah, hundred and fifty. Hundred and fifty tiles, and it's just like literally in the shape of the United States. And this is in, in insane. I was like. Okay, I'm gonna play one more game of of Catan tonight online, and ended up with this with this map. I know you like it. You guys love Catan so much, but well, first um, of all, I'm the one who hates Catan. Yeah, I I'm a huge fan, but I th- check how many tiles that is. Did you take Florida? Uh, <laughs> no. So Actually, he's, he's showing. So for he, Brian is showing a map of America, except made out of hexagons. Right of. Uh, Catan tiles. Yeah. No, right. I actually settled in the upper north, the upper Midwest, north northeast rather, because there were some just good tiles up there. But I'm going to get that beer going around. Yeah, going. yeah. Uh, so the is that do we, this, this one is one before? Well, yeah, it's porn sample. Oh, it's porn flat. Then, I don't know. That's weird. Whatever. Yeah, it's porn better. Oh, that's porn great. Yeah. See. Yeah. So yeah. Shit. I mean, like, you. It's it's really easy to sit around and uh, bitch about. Oh, oh we're not, we're not, it was this it, beer company and what the fuck happened with Canon. Yeah. It's like you know, like, dude, stuff. We we, we, we we try not to do that. No, because like, we understand how the yeah. production shit works. And if the if it comes out shit from the brewery, you hit up the brewery and you say, hey, like, this is what happened, and they're always like, oh my goodness, like. No big deal. Here's yeah. here's another four pack. Well, and Blacklist uh, sorry about is that. like, like historically like, they have really good beers. Damn right. Um, all right. So this is a double IPA with fresh spruce tips and a touch of fennel steeped in the whirlpool, then aged on medium toast, a uh, white American oak. I've always wanted to do that. What you just read, like especially the uh, the spruce, spruce tip? tips. I didn't think about the fennel piece too. That's kind of fucking cool. Yeah. Oh no, it's a seam issue. Oh, the seam is sticky. Yeah, it's just, it's just a seamer issue. That's cool. Yeah, oh, okay. we have that. We have that too, all the time. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I bought it, so I'll other send him a quick message and yeah. yeah. Hey. It was like, hey, know. seamer issue, a couple cans, no big deal. Oh uh, yeah. So this is uh, yeah, this is a nine and a half percent Imperial IPA. You know what's funny is we like a, another side note is that Coors had a seamer issue, and so they threw out this directive where they were like, you can either throw away. You know, 7,000, like what they had in the, not the River Falls warehouse, maybe it was like St. Cloud, I can't remember, but they were like, you can either throw away these 7,000 cases or 700 million cans or whatever, or you can take all the cases and turn them upside down, see which ones leak, ditch those, and then put the other ones into the market. So I'm assuming that most of the places were like, okay, we're just going to turn them all upside upside down down. because if we just ditch all these, we're not going to have any beer to support the market because one, can shortage, two, seamer issue, there's going to be any Coors Light in the market. Right. So seamer issues happen all the time, and it's easy for them to sneak past because with that CO2, it'll seal it, but then once that CO2 dies, yeah, exactly, it'll do exactly what that. And that's why it went... 
just exactly what that can did. So that's very interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I it's yeah. But anyway, the beer the is the beer, the beer itself. Carlos, talk to me about this beer. Uh I don't know. Gordon and I had a can earlier. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so Blacklist is in uh Minnesota. Where where in Minnesota are they? I, don't I can't know. remember. Are they Duluth? Uh yeah, Duluth. Blue okay. Yeah, Duluth. They're in the Balut. So wait, what kind of beer is this? I said Imperial IPA, double IPA. Right, but it is very old school. But yeah, yes, very old school with uh, trees in it. Yeah, I, I heard that part <laughs> because they put, a, they, but they didn't put the full branch in. They didn't put they 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 one upped me, and they just put the tip, just the tip, yeah. just the tip, just the tip. So this is actually a pretty flavorful uh, IPA. Um, I I enjoy this. Super old school. Like, I love this old school. Uh, Brian? Dude, if you know me, you know I love double IPA, and you also know that I like old school styles, and th- this is right up my alley. They, I think they did great. Uh, in my opinion, nine and, nine and a half is, is up there. I don't know. It's if, pushing that triple. Yeah, I, I don't know. It depends on who you talk to. Maybe this is a triple IPA. I don't whatever. Who cares? But nonetheless, it's a 9.5% IPA. Um, on the back, I like this a lot. They have these, these metrics where it's like, you know, it's more dry than sweet and it's more hoppy than malty and it's more fruity than roasty. It's more floral than earthy and it's more light than dark, but well, actually it's kind of like right in the middle for those. So I think this is, this, this is a great old school in my mind, West coast IPA. I didn't, I didn't, I'm, I apologize, but I'm just riffing on this like I do, but I didn't read any of the shit on the yeah. can cause I never do with any beers, but well, this is the, the malt is playing into the hops and the piney and, and that perfectly. This reminds me of a lot of beers from, from about like 10 years ago, 10 years ago. Exactly. Or like maybe like prize miraculum. Like I would, I would throw like green flash green, kind of in any, this. Yep, yeah. Green flash. Like you're, you're, this is, this is what double IPA, this is what IPA used to be like. And then you've got almost more of an amber hue to it. Yep. Okay. And I, this is just classic to me. It's, it's like a hop slam. Super enjoyable. Um, yeah, hop slam, but enjoyable. I mean, it's maybe you know if that makes me feel like an old man, then hop slam, but a check. I missed that cut you just made. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Was that wrong? <laughs> but no, you're getting some fruitiness from yeast, maybe hops, uh, but definitely. There's fruity, like a malt fruitiness, which yeah. I don't know if that makes any sense to the uninitiated if you don't listen to the... Listen to our Theol conversation. Well, if you don't listen to our other beer-related shit, then you, they, that won't make any sense. But, like, I don't know. I, I They achieved a great balance. It's very piney, good spruce quality. Uh, uh, um, oh, what is the word I'm looking for? Not sappy, but... Um, dank. Uh, dank. Resiny. Re- resiny, resiny, yes, yes. Resiny. Um, I, I think they did a great job with this beer. Gordon. This is probably my favorite IPA to date. Um, this is what I like. I like, like we were talking earlier today, I like that palate stripping yeah. bitter. And it's you you like dank. beef supreme fucking beers yeah. like this. Like, yeah. This, this, this that, is a Gordon beer. And I, I bought it just kind of, I saw the name, I'm like, Spruce. And I'm like, that, what the fuck? They're calling a Spruce. Oh, oh, it's Blacklist. Okay, well, well this sounds kind of cool. And Imperial IPA, all right. 
wasn't really expecting much out of it because of the trend these days. And then I had my first can of it. I'm like, sweet Jesus, this is the way IPA should be. Yeah. You know, you know yeah. New England hazy bullshit can go fuck off with your sugar barrels, in my opinion. Same. Agreed. It's, so. You know, this is uh, this is really good. This is old school. I don't know if I can really yeah. add much more than that. And it, um, it's nice because because it's local for us. It's not sitting in a warehouse for three months like mm-hmm. a lot of the beers coming out of California. Right. We still get that West Coast style. We're lucky on that end. <clears throat> I mean, like though. I mean, to be completely honest, this is this is part of that uh, double triple IPA trend that if you let them sit for a minute. They just become barley wine. It turns into a barley wine. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. That's funny. And that's why yeah, I only wrong, bought a flat of them. And oh, you only bought a case of this beer? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No big deal. Because like, it's not going to... Next week, I'm going to have to go find more. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm up in Duluth all the time. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to stop up there. I, Justin and I have a sales run up there. Pretty soon, we'll probably end up stopping in and bring, bring yeah, some definitely. beer and say hello. All right. Uh, Carlos, give me a number. Sure. Uh, I'm going to give this uh, give it an eight. I, I like this. This is a very good double IPA. It's probably one of the better ones I've had. Brian. I go through phases where I rate beer and don't rate beer. I know. Um, but I'm going to rate this beer. <laughs> I am definitely going to rate this beer, and I'm going to rate it a 9,000. It's over 9,000! Yeah. And that's going to let you, every, all our listeners know that the ones he didn't rate, he really didn't like. Yeah, because yeah, they're way under 9,000. If, if you... You don't watch the studio feed unless you're a patron, which... Oh, I know, actually. This studio feed, everybody can watch. Oh, okay, so well, that sucks. What? I thought it, I just everybody, just anybody can watch? DOO, yeah, because it's our one live oh. show that everybody can watch. Oh, well, that, okay, well, that's and great. Lothos. Uh, <laughs> oh, and Lothos. We have we have two live shows that everybody can watch. Yeah. Oh. Otherwise, the rest of them are under... And the, Rules of the oh, Arena okay. and No Stray Left Behind. Oh. You're, oh, you're right. It doesn't seem as exclusive. <laughs> I thought... What? Sorry. Okay. So, no, so you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I, I'm just I'm, I'm rethinking sorry. our entire patron plan right now. Brian, it's only your show that's locked behind the paywall. Oh, really? For live. Is it? Yeah. It, Be- homebrew bound or hop and barrel? Homebrew. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's well actually we could okay. start putting hop and barrel behind there too. That might not be a bad idea. We'll we'll talk. Right. Anyway, big, <laughs> let's talk big about the beer. Sidebar. I rate this beer in nine thousand. <laughs> but why? What was the big kerfuffle after? I don't know. You said uh, you can't. You can't. Oh, say the if, thing. It, when you guys see me tasting these beers, you you'll see the uh, the half full glass that I shove mm. off to the side and don't finish. And it's usually Casey's homebrew. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> just kidding. No, it's, not- it's usually if it's a sour or something that is just really awful. I just there's no point in yeah. me trashing something, and I, I just I think this beer is great. And if I am gonna put it on a on a scale of one to ten, it's a it's a nine because because uh, uh, it wants to be a nine thousand. Well, yeah, an Innova Wraith uh, in a one sixty eight weight and pro plastic didn't jump out of the cannon into my hand, so that that would be a ten. All right, moving on. Gordon. 
solid 10. I mean, if I could, I give it a 12 out of 10. I mean, you can give it a 10. I give it a, I give it a 9,000, dude. Yeah. I did Whoops. not mean to hit the oh, button. Oh, you just <laughs> cut him off. I, I thought did, you were. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm just excited no, no, to. No, I, I didn't mean to hit that button. I, 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 I fat thumbed that button. <laughs> I'm just excited to be excited about an IPA again. Yeah. It's been a while. Dude, it's, uh, yeah, this is a... Pumped that they made this. So, we've been doing this show for over eight years now. Eight years. Um, And when we started, all of the IPAs tasted like this. Um, And now we are into this thing where they all taste like fruit salad. And I want, like... Not to, like, give Brian an ego or whatever the fuck, but Crooked Grin, like, is one of my favorite IPAs on the market right now just because it is a classic West Coast-style IPA. I like that one. I like Saga. Saga. Um, Saga. I like uh, Bell's Two-Hearted. Like, those are, like... I always forget about Saga just because... Dude, don't forget about Saga. It's Old Faithful. Well, it's because you walk in and there's like nine different packaging yeah. types of Bell's Too Hearted. Right, which and is I never great. buy Saga from a liquor store, but when I'm out at a bar... And you see Saga, yeah. you're like, I want some Saga from Summit. Like, like these are Saga. Like, these are classic IPAs with classic C-Hop flavors, and you just don't see that anymore. And like, yeah. so something like this comes around where it's like an old school double IPA palette stripping motherfucker <laughs> like there's probably like they probably were like how many IBUs can we put in it oh. 9,000 okay <laughs> did they say IBU on here uh, even no they didn't I might have it on here yeah the last know. time I got this excited about an IPA again not to boost Brian's got too be- much was the Space Horse oh right. shit on the back even they say if you're ever up north swing by the taproom why the hell haven't we done that okay we will yeah, but like, so I mean, this is this like it tastes like an IPA race, or uh, or a IBU race IPA. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Oh like, God, yeah. When they were like, it was the race to the top of like, <laughs> how many IBUs can you perceive? Mm-hmm. Like, it's that kind of, and it's just it's exciting because it's old and it's cool and it's new and I don't know. Times were simpler because I had a a rep and a um. An extract ingredient rep. Every time I call them up to order the stuff that we're gonna put in some of our beers, we'll put you know half extract and half fruit or a quarter or whatever. Uh, I'm like, hey, I'm like Dylan. I'm like, what is new? What is popular? What? What's pop? What can you send me sample wise that I can kind of try out and see see if that's something for us. Uh, his suggestion a couple of days ago was a marshmallow extract product that dudes were and chicks and people were putting into hazy IPA. That sounds fucking atrocious. Yeah. I don't like marshmallow that much. Oh. So. I lied. <clears throat> so I'm on Brian's favorite app, Untapped. And Dude, you know what? I have, have, I have. We should talk about this off air. Like, I've made peace with that whole situation, <laughs> and I have. And, and and about a year ago too, we probably just haven't talked about this yeah. in a while. But I've made peace with. Untapped. But yeah, they have. It's nine point five ABV, and under IBU, it's NA. So they don't have enough. That's, it's, right, well. it's seventy plus. This is why we hit them up? It's a trade secret. How many so, IBUs social media? Well, I mean, you really can't measure like dry hop IBUs. I'm just saying, you, like physically. You can't, you just can't. Anyway, news time. Come on, let's go. It's less fun that I'm not cutting off Gordon. Right now, the Department of Offense presents News with Casey. That's me. 
A cow is rescued after it escaped its pen and fell into a pool late Thursday night, according to the fire officials. The Bethlehem uh, Volunteer Fire Department was called to the area of Thompson Road and Sunny Ridge Road after a report of a large animal rescue around 10.45 p.m. on Thursday. Arriving units found a cow trapped in an in-ground swimming pool. The cow had escaped its pen and fallen through the pool cover into the pool. Firefighters in uh, cold water rescue suits went into the pool and cut the cow free from the cover. They helped the cow swim to the shallow end. Once in the shallow end, firefighters on the outside of the pool helped with ropes and slings to get the cow to climb the pool stairs and get out of the pool. The cow was uninjured and returned to its owners. Now I'm worried about a cow getting into my pool. Yeah, yeah, no. Oh, you I do you, have a don't pool. you guys? Don't you guys hate when you get stuck in an in-ground pool and you just can't get out? They have to call in the people, rescue people, so they can point you to where the stairs are, so you can get out. Has that, that happened to you? Happen. It sounds like it would happen to you, but doesn't happen to everybody. I thought it was like I don't know. I thought it happened to everybody. Carlos, you're in a you're in a world of hurt because our our pool doesn't have stairs. Yeah, no. our pool is literally a pit you can drown in. Well, I mean, I could probably just stand up and be fine, but I can't do that, though. You can't do that if you're That's a cow. against the spirit it is. of pools. I We've have to accept killed. the drowning. We murdered so many frogs this year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that pool. That, that, like, there's some, <laughs> so for like, we, like the pool was open for what, a month? A month. And I probably pulled 30 frogs out of that fucker. I scooped quite a few out of the pool. Well, with frogs, I mean, and you're, Pumba you're, ate a you're bunch just kind of helping out the the whole um, the Darwinism, you know, the well, strongest survivors. They would they would pop right in, and right. then they would realize that there wasn't any stairs. To I get mean, out. but the, the pool's been have, there for a while, yeah, but so they, they probably, haven't, they haven't yeah, gone. Yeah, down but it. frogs make new frogs every year. So then, like their frog buddies staying, they're like, "Oh, Steve just died when he went in there. We should probably not do that." I don't think the frogs are thinking that. Well, here's something that a lot of people in this room can probably totally not relate to. An unnamed Italian man hiked for a week in an attempt to calm himself down after arguing with his wife. The 48-year-old left Como uh, in in the north of Italy and traveled 280 miles south over a period of a week. He walked about 40 miles a day in an attempt to soothe his anger. Eventually, the man reached Fano, a beach resort on the Adriatic coast, Across Italy, current lockdown regulations mean that a nationwide curfew is in place between 10 p.m. and 5 a.m. The police, performing a standard search uh, for rule breakers, came across the man at roughly 2 a.m. They questioned him and were reportedly shocked to discover he had covered such a distance. After inputting his details into a database, police confirmed that his wife had reported him missing. Subsequently, they find him uh, 400 euros, or about $485, for breaching the curfew. Uh, they then put him up in a hotel. Despite traveling such a great distance on foot, the man was not injured. He told the paper, I'm fine, just a little tired. Wait, wait, so they find him, but then they still put him up in a hotel. Oh, yeah, no, because they're not American police. So, like, he... So, basically, like, most of that fine is going towards paying for his hotel. Well, they didn't say what kind of hotel they put him up in. Yeah, which is why I said most of it. Uh, but yeah, can you imagine being so irritated that you're just like, I just gotta walk 300 miles? No, I've, I've never, never started walking home from a location. But would you walk 500 miles? Well, only, uh, people who watch our, uh, watch a live stream maybe might be fine. You know, but would, you, and would you walk 500, 500 more? 
We'll have to only maybe behind a paywall. <laughs> we'll have to put that answer to that behind a paywall, I think. Da da da. Da 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, Carlos. You did not play into that at all. <laughs> so excited. All right. Uh, China successfully powered up its artificial sun nuclear fusion reactor for the first time. Uh, on Friday, marking a great advance of the country's nuclear power research capabilities. The HL-2M Tokamak reactor is China's largest and most advanced nuclear fusion experimental research device, and scientists hope that the device can potentially unlock a powerful clean energy source. It uses a powerful magnetic field to fuse hot plasma uh, and can reach temperatures over 150 million degrees Celsius. Yeah, I, everybody here saw Spider-Man 2. We know what it does. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and finish the story for me, Carl. Yeah, so yeah. anyways, yeah. it creates this... Go. It uses this fusion to create a small sun with these magnetic fields, and the only way you can interact with it is with, like, these uh, claw hands coming from your back no, to manipulate wasn't, it. Wasn't Superman 2 cold fusion? Spider-Man. Spider-Man, sorry. Yeah, Spider-Man 2 with Doc Ock. Yeah, yeah it was with cold the fusion. Sun. Was cold fusion though not? Well, no, actually, they're, 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 uh, the development of nuclear fusion energy is not only a way to solve China's strategic energy needs, but also has great significance for the future sustainable development of China's <laughs> energy and national. Yeah, this sounds economy. like the Plaza Spider-Man two to me. Don't don't get too excited there, Casey. Uh, this is the well, Plaza Spider-Man. So basically, you're not wrong. So cold fusion is. A myth that will never happen. But that was what they were... That's what they were trying to do, yeah. but... Yeah. But it didn't uh, work. It, they made a sun, and it was going to eat New York City. Right. Fu fusion... Fu yeah, so... so fu But fusion is, like, the whole... So right now, like, fission is how most of our nuclear reactors work, and that's dividing the atom. Yeah. Fusion is running them together really fast to create the energy. Yeah, that's what they did in 2012, and that's why we're in the fucking Twilight. Yeah, they were inspired by the Fast and Furious movie released in 2012. No, no, that's just a lot of the tachyons that were released when we ran them into each other. Jesus Christ. What? Jesus doesn't have anything to do with tachyons. Or Fast and Furious. Nerds. You're a nerd! I know that. Mr. Disc Golf motherfucker! Listen, just because I really like the physics behind Hey, no more frisbee talk. No more frisbee talking toward the frisbee podcast of Frisboys next week when we when we talk discuss different ways of putting. Can you are you can do you want to be a co-host on Frisboys? <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be Frisboys like F R I Z Z B O I. Well, last time like, I earlier. would totally listen to a disc golf <laughs> podcast where Carlos is the co-host. And and Matt could be on it because I don't know, I just feel like Matt it, it, you know, like I, Frist I think, boys. Like I think Matt would be. I think Matt would be. <laughs> so you like Frist boys more than discography? Yeah, Frizz Boys is way what? better. No. Discography is actually pretty good. That could that could be the after show, like where <laughs> where it's like okay. Where you guys talk about the guys, we're, we're not gonna get off on the TV show. Oh, 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 save that for the after show. Okay, no, no. Discography is the show where you're talking about and the then, different frisbee brands. Oh, well, that's even that's like a third podcast. Which which one are we going to do where we talk about the stuff that we don't want to talk about on air because it's going to take up too much time? Kind of like this topic. I'm, I'm just seeing dollar signs right now. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I don't know. I, I don't usually listen to the main show, but the after show, that's my favorite. Like, you know, I really love discography. Frizz boys. The, they get a little off yeah, on the, 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 fr the, frizz, the frizz boys. They like really kind of get off on I, some I, tangents. You, but but you, I feel but like you, that's you didn't they're... say it right because it's. 
Frizz, frizz boys. Oh, the Frizz boys. Uh, <laughs> you know, they really like kind of get to the meat of the issue uh, uh, in the after show. So red squirrels have... Frizz boys for life! So red squirrels have again chewed off and carried away hundreds of dollars worth of festive lights from one Ottawa neighborhood Can you making my headphones spirits down? not so bright this Christmas. <laughs> Just why the ball bands are doing it remains a mystery. <laughs> I mean, they're red squirrels, so they're little monsters. Oh, God. Uh, it started last year when the, uh, when Michael and Sarah McCavey <laughs> uh, hung 350 bulb strings in their backyard fence that's, outside that's their home. That's it, and they're bitching. They didn't, at the well. manor, in the Manor Park neighborhood, as they had in the past three decades. But the, a couple of weeks into December, the display mysteriously went dark. When they investigated, uh, they found the wires were chewed through and several bulbs were gone. We're trying to figure out what they're doing. Carlos, what are you doing? I'm doing nothing. <laughs> Bullshit. You are fiddling. Here, give them something else. Give, what's that? give them that piece of paper there or something. All right. So basically, these squirrels, they're eating, they're eating Christmas lights. Yeah. No, like that's because they're red squirrels. So they're little monsters. Like, but why you, you are they eating already, Christmas lights? Carl, yeah. Carlos? Yeah. And it's, that's the, all the reason you need. Like, that's what they are. It's what they do. They've Carlos, stuff. They've literally taken, they've literally destroyed thousands of Christmas lights. Thousands. Like, this, there's this, like, army of atheist red squirrels that hate whoa, Christmas. Whoa, they're atheists? I don't well, know. Well, I mean, the atheists. red squirrels. No, I, I think oh. there's not a. They're, <laughs> they're, they're communist squirrels. Never mind. <laughs> so, I thought they. Uh, so, are these the new henchmen of the Grinch? Is this all just like a teaser for the new Dr. Seuss Grinch movie? I I, so. I don't think they're atheists. I think they're really just doing the Lord's work of getting the stupid Christmas lights off the streets so stupid people don't drive so, slow through neighborhoods. Uh, Gordon, Christmas lights aren't on streets. They're in houses. Which it's, people have to drive on the streets and everybody drives fucking ten, five well, to ten miles an hour Jordan, to look what? at the stupid lights. You just hate joy. Like usually, that's that's a that's the thing I level against Carlos. Look, it's December, so Christmas shit. lights are fine. Joyo nouveau. The problem Joy, is if they Joy, go up in October, <laughs> and or like early November, October. That's yeah. that's not a great time. That's because roofs aren't slippery in October. But to have them put up and on at like in the oh middle no, you of have October. to wait to turn them on. Yeah, but unless you do your have name to- is Clark Griswold. There's no reason to have the lights on the roof. Why do you put what? them on the fascia of your trim? Not the roof. I don't believe Problem in fascism. Solved. Not fascism, fascia. That's what I heard. It's the board facing out. You're a fascist. Oh, you're talking about fuchsia. Trim. Yeah. The other oh, side I don't have that color soffit. house. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you can't have Man, nice things. We, well, none of us can have nice things. Uh, there is that. So we're, this brings us to our discussion topic for the day because I really just want this episode to be over. Uh, this isn't the one of the worst ones. No, no, actually, done. I'm having a great time. Jesus I really don't. Christ. I, I, was, okay. I'm, I was being facetious, Brian. Oh, okay. He doesn't Brian, want to spend time with but, us. Hey, hey, hey. Brian and I are having a private conversation. Hey, Brian. Private conversation. Brian, we're, ha- conversation we're having a really good time. You're doing a really good job. All right? Don't okay. don't worry about it. Okay? Gordon's ruining everything. It's not you. I know that. It's always him. I know, right? It's I wasn't worried about situation. me ruining anything. I wasn't worried about never, you ruining never, anything either. Hey, let's hit our bells and just be cool and move on. Ready? I was going to say, I 
sifted through hours upon hours of the internet. You don't get a bell. To find you a perfect news article, and you didn't even use it. <laughs> really? Oh, it's because I forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to read it? I mean, oh, if, you, if it's not too late. You, you, you sent it to me it's, on the text message, late. right? It's yeah, I did. Yeah, that's why I didn't remember it. It's too late. Because we had, like, four more messages. We were, we were about no, to get no, to that's a of, topic. Hang on. No, I got to find it. Yep, this is this is a great. There it is. This is a great, Gordon. <laughs> this is wonderful that we're doing this. Gordon now. literally says, "Page not found." What? Damn it! <laughs> well, <laughs> fuck. Well, the gist of it was that there's a cat in California that is stealing people's clothes. And wait a minute, things. like a like a cat, like a like, like a cool meow. cat, like a cool. Hey guy, man, like, I, I clicked on Gordon's link, and this is what happened. It says, "Page not found." Yep. But I don't, but again, there's lots of cool cats in California, and it's like, hey man. So speaking of is all that, the cool cats in California, no, but the actual cats though are the uh, alley cats, you know, the oh, bowling team. Oh yeah, yeah. So Carlos, speaking of all the cool cats in California, <laughs> what spy gadget would you like to have? Oh yeah, that was a wonderful segue. Very. It smooth. was not. <laughs> but <laughs> I ham fisted that one, like if I had real ham fists. So if I could have any spy gadget, right? From any sort of media, like what would I want? Now there's a, there's some ones I was thinking about, like have that pen from uh, Golden from Eye, where you like click it and then it explodes. Yeah, but you would forget how many times you clicked it. The, yeah, there's the fact that I'd just be f- messing around with it on the table, so, and I'd, I'd click it enough times, and then it would explode. And also, even if I use it properly, I don't really have to make blow stuff up very often. So no, so I, I'm I'm curious on this one. So. If you click it twice and then set it down and forget, just forget about it. I think it's like double clicking and triple clicking. No, so so you have to click it three times to arm the grenade, right? Yeah, I, but I think it's about like. Uh, Is like, it the speed? I think it's like your mouse. I don't know. No, but so but no, it so reset it, when you spun it. You turn it upside down and reset. No, no. If you click it three more times, it resets because no. Boris. Would spin it in his fingers. Yeah, you know, he he click it twice, spin it, click it twice, spin it, click it twice, which would deactivate it. Yeah, okay. The problem is like, how would you? And then he would, then he clicked it three times, spun it, and then blew up. I don't know. I you, I I haven't seen GoldenEye for years. I cannot answer this question. I mean, for it's you. uh, it's a great Bond movie. I'm not gonna say it's the best Pierce Brosnan one, but it might. So, be. anyways, not that pen. I would not want that to be my spy gadget. And I thought about the uh, the car from Tomorrow Never Dies because the invisible. As one? much as I hate that, don't like that movie. I don't hate it, uh, but it's not a good. I don't like it as a James Bond film. But like, it's not good. That car has so many gadgets. But then I thought a car that turns invisible. It's just a hazard. I'm going to get hit or sideswiped on the highway. That's not a good, safe car. So I decided, you know what I need? Something practical, but also has some fun uses. I'm going to go with the tuxedo from the movie, The Tuxedo. (gasps) That's such a good gadget. Yeah. So so if anybody doesn't know, this is... It turns you into Jackie Chan. Yeah. Jackie Chan, when he puts on the suit... Like it gives him like kung fu powers because like he's like just some, because apparently just some Jackie driver. Chan doesn't have kung fu fu powers. Not in that movie, but the the kung the suit the tuxedo is the one that gives the power. And also, I don't have a tuxedo, and now I would have a tuxedo that also has all sorts of fun functions. Uh, question, Carlos. Like uh, this is honestly very serious uh, yeah. to deal with. 
your situation here. When's the last time you needed to wear a tuxedo? Not for a while, but I'd at least have one. <laughs> yeah, but when's the last time you had an occasion to wear a tuxedo? It's been a while. I can't remember. It, it has there been a time in the past two years? Oh no, not the when years. when like you could have worn a tuxedo. But but the better question is, would I have worn one? Especially if it gave me kung fu powers. Uh, did you? Or if ha- I want to dress up? Have you had a chance in the past two years to use kung fu powers? Yeah, Casey. The thing about having kung fu powers is that you have them, and you know you have them, but you don't have to use them because that's how you're showing that, like, yeah, I'm better. That makes sense. I got the power to do it, but I'm not going to do it. All right, Gross, I'm going to give you a little bit of power here right now. Okay. You decide who goes next. Well. I think Brian should go next. All right, Brian. Let's go. What spy gadget do you want? I was thinking about... Like, the Mask wasn't a spy movie, was it? No, no it wasn't. I'll allow it, though. <laughs> it's, it's not a spy movie at all. <laughs> it's not even close. <laughs> That's a weird artifact. I don't know. He was talking about a suit, and then there's some people texting yeah, you, me about Justin's birthday shit tomorrow or whatever. Oh, that's and, right. You, know, it's, you get yeah, him a stripper? Yeah. You should strip for his birthday. No. Justin does like him a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> I a quick story about Justin. I I've been to a lot of strip clubs and that's great. And I've never had one of those dances though. You know, uh, they're very expensive. Well, yeah. And then so the first time that I had one, Justin was like, "Really? Like you've never had a dance?" And I'm like, "No, I just never really thought about it." And I mean, I I just you know I I just never really thought about it. I never. And then so he was like, "No, no, you gotta." Yeah, you gotta get it. So in St. Cloud on a like a Tuesday night. Oh, so the C team. Correct. And <laughs> <laughs> no, it really, it really wasn't the C team. They were very nice ladies, and the, the gal, the gal that that I did dance and everything, and she was real interested in y'all asking all these questions, and while well, she was humping around on me, and you're just very confused, like, do I answer the and questions? I or I was sitting on my hands and and like being all rigid and had a face on apparently, and she's like, oh, you know, you know, you need to like. You know, don't worry so much. And then I kind of like put my hand, you know, hands out and everything, and just sat there. And and it, I I think I failed miserably at like really enjoying this that dance. That seems I just like an uncomfortable situation. It was extremely unfucking comfortable for me. <laughs> like I don't. You didn't want to be in that situation. No, I didn't. And and my my girlfriend. The funny thing is, is that she probably would have really enjoyed watching that happen to me. And probably would have like shoved me out of the way and like just started like getting crazy with the girl. So it was fine on that end, but uh, you know, yeah, Justin likes him a strip. <laughs> I have been uh, to, I don't know, I can count them on the two hands the amount of strip clubs I've been to, but it's like. It's kind of like casinos. It's like, I don't, do I, I'd rather, I don't, I don't I'd rather like to buy, gamble. I'd ra- if I'm going to waste my money, I'd rather buy fireworks or drugs or beer. Like, I like food and beer. Yeah, or or fireworks. food. Yeah, like definitely or fireworks or yeah, something. Yeah. Something else that if you're gonna light it on, I, I you're wish, just gonna totally waste your fucking money. I've never been in a gentleman's club during operating hours. I had to go into one for work because there's some issues. But I I it. wish I wish Matt was here so I could tell this story while he was. On, I think I've told it on the podcast. But I went into a, a strip club in Portland with Matt, 
and I went to the the cash machine and got, you know, $40 in ones. And Matt got $40 in ones, and we sat right up at the rail because we're like, this is an experience we should have as young gentlemen. <laughs> uh, so we went up there, and in the first 30 seconds, all of Matt's money was gone, and then he starts throwing my money. I'm <laughs> like, what are you doing? This is my money. <laughs> He's like, yeah, but I already spent mine. That's not how money works, Matt. Like, <laughs> okay. Anyway, what uh, spy what spy gadget? I mean, this. I feel like this fits the theme. There's so many, so many to choose from. <laughs> Does it? Fit? No, no. So many to James choose Bond from. James Bond go spend my money at the strip mm. club. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna make this easy, and Carlos is gonna fucking hate this, but I don't care. Uh, I'm going to pretend that I'm in a spy movie in the 70s and that I have my iPhone 11. Okay. That's it. Oh, just your your phone. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, uh, but think about how rad that would be. No, but so, Brian, you, you, you didn't You're think this through. Service. You don't have service. You, you can use a calculator, I guess. Because, like, you, you, you also have to, like... Unless... Said yeah. Oh, also, how, okay. did, you, that, did you bring your charger? Does that beg the question that, like, literally the only thing this thing can do without service is just a calculator? Did you think the Kind of. How, how much uh, internet access do you think was there? Actually, hang on. You might not be able, even be able to use the calculator without right, service. Fine. Put um, on airplane uh, mode and see what you can use on your phone. <laughs> Hey, you'll have a very, <laughs> you'll have a very advanced computer that you will not be able right. to take advantage of. Though. Assuming, assuming that it has Wi-Fi and LTE network uh, in the seventies, doesn't All exist. Right. Fine, no, fine. Unless... I want a telephone shoe that has a knife that comes out of the front. That we can work with. Thank you. That's the man from Uncle right Done. there. Done. <laughs> I thought Get Smart had the telephone shoe. I don't oh, know. Get like ga okay. gadgets, though. Like I always, I always. Like the Inspector Clouseau, like the Pink Panther movies, where like he wasn't really a spy; he was like a bumbling detective. I mean, but yeah. he was super good at um, costumes, and so I think just like the like the most professional like boss costume. Oh, you need the the, the thing. Mission Impossible. No, you ones. need the bag from Master of Disguise. There you go. Oh, yeah, that's what. Because I'm, I'm not turtle enough for the Turtle Club. <laughs> Truly, a great. Movie all around, not a terrible movie. That's that, what I'm actually. Into. That movie is fucking phenomenal. It's not good. It's so good. It's so delightful. Tana Kirby's uh, Carvey's uh, career did not go up from there. No, but you well, know, it wasn't exactly rising. At it the wasn't time. a bad movie. It was just very cultural. At it the was time. off FNL, but it didn't go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's the link from Rutten Link. It's a whole thing. Um, what? What? No, Dana Carvey looks a lot like Rhett, or a Link from Rhett and Link. What's Rhett and Link? Uh, I don't know about that. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> what the fuck Gordon. is Rhett and Link? Uh, from Good Mythical Morning? Sure. Yeah, no, I anyway. Gordon, okay. what, what spy thing? I want John Wick's suit. You know, it's bulletproof. Oh, yeah. Oh, he has a bulletproof suit? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, like in the uh, the last movie, like he had a bulletproof suit. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, it's stylish. Or was it second? And practical. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was second. Like one, yeah. Oh, yeah. he gets shot so many times. Yeah, and like and he just got, doesn't worry about it. Yeah, and like in that movie, he at least had a suit to break it up a little bit. Yeah, so I mean, at that point, the, your worst case scenario, you lose a finger, but I mean, he could still function with missing a digit or two. That's true. He's very good. You know who couldn't function? And it was a really nice digit suit. or two. 
James Bond because you can't. You just can't. Just then you'd be O seven. You can't be double O or or O seven. If you're O seven, they're people are just gonna assume that you graduated in O seven. Well, so first of all, if he loses his double O status, he's no longer has license to kill. Oh, I guess that would also be a problem. It's a bit of a damper. Yep. That's why there's only nine of them. And they have to kill two people before they get their double O status. According to one movie. According to one movie, which is all we need. Which, what? Yeah, what? The, what, the one of the Daniel Craig. Yeah, the oh, Daniel, Daniel yeah, Craig. Yeah, he had, uh, at the first uh, in Casino Royale, yeah, he yeah. killed two people in order to get his double O status. Gotcha. And that didn't make a whole lot of sense, though. Yeah. Uh, well, no, the entire Daniel Because that means that those Ron people that he killed, really though, he didn't have a license to kill those people. You can't kill people, but you have to kill two to get the license yeah, to kill it, people. Yeah, could he get in trouble for those two? No, so I feel like no, the, a plot like we we can we can dive into the saga of Bond and how the Daniel Craig franchise has kind of soiled it. It's gone up and down. Um, but like they're 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 trying to reboot. They're going to do a uh, like a reboot, and that'll be cool. Um, I do like the idea that James Bond's just a time lord. I like that. That's pretty good. <laughs> um, I know. so my my Bond gadget would be uh, the Aston Martin DB5. Because, first of all, that is the iconic Bond car. That's the one um, from Goldfinger that he uses throughout uh, most of the Sean Connery reign. So it has the blast shield in the back, the dual machine guns, the... Uh, the oil the, slick. The oil slick. It has um, the ejector seats... Um, it's just, oh, and it has the chilled, um, uh, champagne area. Does it have a smoke screen too? It does also have a smoke screen. I thought it dropped chilled champagne. It does also have uh, caltrops. Absolutely has caltrops. But I was more focused on the drinking and driving. Does it have little things that come up from the wheels to cut up other tires? (laughs) That was Batman. No, 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 that's also James Bond. It's It's not a lot of things. Batman stealing ideas. Yep. Oh, yeah, no, it's. That that car is fu- also it looks dope as hell. It would have been better in black. Uh, disagree. That like that silver color was. Do you perfect. have any idea how e- hard it is to keep a silver or white car clean? Uh, when you're murdering other cars, no. I think the blood, I have the blood splatter will add a little character. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like it's a lot easier to add character to that kind of car. Also, if you can keep it clean, that means you're dope as hell. <laughs> I'm just saying, rolling up in a silver car in a silver DB5 makes you look way more dope than rolling up in a black, dirty ass motherfucker. They're just gonna, they're just gonna glance over it. Like, they're you, you want to stand out. That's what you gotta get, go with the silver. Yeah. Also, it, it's a DB5. Nobody cares what color it is. They're just looking at like, oh, that motherfucker can afford a DB5. What? It's valid. And then ejection seat. And then. Like, oh, you're on a date and it's not going well. Boop, gone. Gonna just drive home now. I don't. I mean, was oh what? The, the, hey, wait, wait. The the only person that goes on dates is you. I I have a significant other, and these two are like. Don't, Gordon don't goes worry. on dates. Do you really? Yes. What? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> wait, did you guys? I was giving you the benefit of the doubt, Gordon. I'm sorry. I was like, I, f- I feel like he would. I feel like he would mention that. Do you yeah. guys see Johnny English? It's well, yeah. it's the better. end of the movie with the ejection. I went seat. on a date, and like he, she just into the pool. 
Gross, went on did a you date see, and, and uh, wasn't uh, there three Johnny English movies? I never saw the second one. I started watching it and it's just like I just can't get into this. But you loved the first one. Oh no, the first one's fucking great. <sighs> I like since I moved, I went on two. There's so a third one. Moved to Spooner. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that was a while ago, bud. Well, they, I just they were... I just know exactly how these dates would go and they're this with year, an ejector seat. They're well, earlier this year, like January, February. No, not with an age, with Gordon. I, I feel like I could. I feel like I could. You gotta have a lot of psi to get an ejector seat to get me actually clearance off the car. Or you, else yes. I'm bringing some of that roof with me. Oh, Carlos, dude, did I, we did we not talk about this? Who's larger between you two? I think I am. I so that brings us to the end of the show tonight. Hi. Ah, <laughs> uh, do you not want to wrap up? No, I do. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so if you have any questions, comments, or ideas, we're happy. Go ahead and just an email at feedback at blinderstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com. You can follow us on Twitter at blinderstudios.com. See you guys next week. Yeah.